And the show has started. What's up? We're live. We're live. Pat's walking. I got him in the middle of walking to get food. Pat, where were you going to go get? Maxwell Street. Oh, Maxwell Street. I used to, do you know that I used to, like, on the actual Maxwell Street, like, one of those gyms or one of those places they were talking about? Maxwell Street Station has, like, um, Polo Sausage, Pork Chop. I actually like their burgers, but I have no idea but, what you're But there's, like, about. the gyms right next to the main Maxwell Street place. The, open, the places that are open 24 hours, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, it's open. Tw- I used to live right over there, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. I'm sure we're talking about like the same thing, just like a block. There's two places that are like a block away from each other. You probably just don't go that extra block. Are you talking about gyms, maybe? That's what I just said, gyms. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Um, I used to, that used to be a thing that we would do in high school. Uh, we would go like, <laughs> if we were really bored, like late night, we did this like maybe three times in like junior and senior year of high school. If we were bored like late at night, we would just leave at maybe like midnight or you know 11 o'clock midnight 1 a.m and then just drive to chicago get a polish sausage and drive back from st charles yes yes we would, yeah just that's like, a joke right that's no it's a not a joke it's not a joke it's just high school kids with a car being bored like drove an hour to go get a polish sausage hung out there and then uh in the snow it is i don't yeah i'm trying to think we i think we did it one time when it was a little colder most of the times we did it was in the summer I did it one time where I met my friends when I was in college, I think my sophomore year, and some of them were back, um, were already like, were still like near my parents' house, like in the suburbs. And I drove from Milwaukee to Chicago to, to meet them at Polish Sausage. Well, they left me, they met me from the suburbs to get Polish Sausage. And we met, you know, maybe at like midnight, I think, you know, to get the Polish Sausage there. And then I was driving back. And the uh, main the main alternator belt on my bug, my VW bug broke. That's what I was driving. My 1974 VW bug uh, broke on the highway back. So it was like one in the morning, and my belt broke in on my car, and I'm, I had to change it on the side of the highway. Luckily, I had an extra one, and it's pretty easy to do in that car. But I just remember how horrible that was. Just like how late it was, <laughs> like how stupid it was. This just to get a pull of sausage and be stuck on the highway. Yeah. I bet. I don't know if you remember talking about it on the show, but I actually didn't know how to change my tire when it popped one time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that wasn't great. Yeah, that is bad. Uh, triple, now I do have AAA, so that, uh, would have come in handy had I, you know, had it been worse than that. But, um, 
Yeah, Polish sausage is a good choice. It's very local for people that know it, but um, it's a good choice, Pat. Well, like I was saying, I like the cheeseburgers, man. I don't know. know. They're just like – they're really plain too. It's just a cheeseburger with mustard and onion. That's it. Was there some stuff, Pat, you wanted – because we're going to do kind of two separate segments because I'm going to talk to Paul later. Is there something you wanted to get to? Uh, I was really busy with a lot of family stuff, so I can't give you the what's been going on kind of thing. But yeah. I um I did go to the hardware store for the first time in a long time. Okay. And this was like the first store I went to that wasn't a grocery store since like everything's been shut down. Because okay. I've been buying everything online and the yeah. only thing I've needed to do is go get food. So I noticed a lot of things. Sure. Um, first thing I noticed, and I don't know why I don't see this at a grocery store, but what is the point in wearing a mask that doesn't cover your nose but just covers your mouth? Yes. No, it's it, – yeah, no, people – and apparently it is mostly transmitted from nose to nose. Uh, so the fact that some people are wearing – like you would have a you would have better off not transmitting or getting the disease if you were just wearing something over your nose, like a nose plug or something like that versus just having it over your mouth. Like if you're going to choose one of the two, the nose is actually the better one from what I've heard. Yeah, these people just look incredibly stupid, too, yes. because everybody else is doing it the right way. And then there's, like, you know, these one or two people who – it's, like, it'll fit over their nose, too. They just, like, refuse to do it. So it's, like, they're buying into the program, but they're also being, like, you know, kind of, oh, well, I don't need to put, cover my whole face. It's fine. Yeah. No, I agree. I've seen some stuff like that that doesn't make any sense. I've also seen some stuff like some people driving around. Um, I saw some people on bikes wearing a mask but not wearing a helmet. Um, <laughs> totally safe. I would, I would love to see, like, show me the cases, the amount of times uh, COVID's been transmitted from somebody on a bike, um, either while riding a bike or while somebody had it driving a bike uh, from somebody else, and and show me the cases where somebody's died, you know, got killed on a bike because they're not wearing a helmet or brain serious brain injury. The amount of times somebody's, yeah. uh, you know, got in COVID while riding a bike is zero. And the amount of times there's a, there's no human to human interaction when you're riding a bike. No, it's so, some of the stuff just people aren't like you know logically thinking about that. But it's like I'm like, dude, just like if you're gonna wear the mask and you don't have it, like it just doesn't make it. Put a helmet on. Helmet so is, I ne- I never wore a helmet as a kid when I used to ride my bicycle. Yeah. But now in the city, it's nuts. I have two friends who told me they got doored one time. Really? Have we talked about that or no? No, I've never no. So there's bike lanes in the city, right? Yes. And, you know, nobody follows the bike regulations. The exactly. people riding the bikes, the people driving the cars, nobody follows it. Yeah. I mean, I almost got hit by some guy riding a bike while I was on my walk here. Like yes. five minutes ago. Yes, yes. Sorry, Jared. I'm just waiting for this car to pass. That's okay. Boomer. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Old guy getting down. There's a bike lane. You're supposed to use it. You're supposed to, in the city, ride in the street, not ride on the sidewalks, which a lot of people just ride on the sidewalks like, you know, they're out in rural America or whatever. Yeah. Almost clip you. But then there's people who have just, you know, it's like when you cross the street, look both ways. When you go to open your door, look outside. Yeah. I have two friends who somebody opened their door while they were like five feet away from them riding the bike in the bike lane. It flipped over the, you know, the car door because of it that's crazy and when i recently moved i thought about you know what i'm gonna probably just start biking to work it'll be better exercise yeah. i'll save money with the cta after hearing those stories nope not doing that yeah i i have no desire like the only time i ever bike in the city is along the lakeshore drive path in chicago which is basically like there's cars can't even drive up and down it so i have no risk of getting hit by a car that's the only time i drive my bike 
or ride, you know, ride it, whatever. I mean, it's you drive that. Bike. I drive it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I agree. It's just it's it's not worth the risk for me. It's like I just it's it's scary because I as a driver, I know how I hardly see bikes like I'd be so cautious of it. But if I ever like I'm not paying attention for a second, I could easily hit somebody. So, I mean, it's yeah, I, I don't like that at all. I would like to get hit to door like to get doored by somebody if I saw it coming a little bit so I could purposely do a flip over the front and land on my feet. If you did that, it's pretty cool. <laughs> While somebody was filming? <laughs> While somebody was filming. Of course, somebody would have to be filming. So that, that is the problem. If nobody's filming, it's not really worth it. It would go on all four of your Instagram accounts. Yeah. I, yeah. I do think about um, how many things were done a while ago that were very cool that there just wasn't constant, you know, flip phones out there and, and smartphones and, you know, like late, you know, now smartphones, but, uh, that were are recording everything, you know, like there, there's, there would have been, you know, millions of viral videos in the past. How much did we miss out on by them not being around, you know? Well, for sure. You always hear the old legends about like, you know, what your parents used to get away with and yeah. that whole generation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Imagine if they had phones, they probably wouldn't have gotten away with it. That's true. That's true. Uh, so are we better for uh, that? I did, or worse I did, for while we were on Instagram, I did want to say something. And I know you said you're not responsible for this page, but I thought you might enjoy this. I've been yeah. trying to DM Huck yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just to see what the response would be. Yeah. Um, I sent him a dog dancing to, or just like mellowing out to Drake. Yeah. Which got, um, got a heart from Huck. So okay, thank good. you, Huck. <laughs> and then, uh, I just one day, I think I was drunk. It was, I hope it was on a weekend. I was just like, Huck, who's a good boy? And he just responded with like the dog emoji. <laughs> so yeah, what Pat's referring to, if people don't remember, uh, my cousin is running a Instagram account for my dog Huckleberry. It's called bad boy Huck, where he posts pictures of my pug, my parents' pug. Um, I'm curious what's going to happen to that because my cousin actually just moved to Oregon to uh, do a to fight fires, uh, wildfires in Oregon. Um, so, and he's not going to be around my dog, so I don't know how he's going to get the new content. Well, when I said his name's Bad Boy Huck, so when I said who's a good boy, I was kind of hoping I'd get a response like not me. Oh, it's a very. I don't even. I wasn't even thinking that far ahead, so I'm guaranteeing Huck was not thinking that far ahead. But you are, (laughs) you're not wrong about that, Pat. You're not wrong. This is about the thrill of wearing another man's skin, feeling his innermost wants and desires, and being in control of his every single move. That's how you get off. Now, don't you guys want to get off with me? Pat, I went to a a wedding this past weekend. A you know wedding in Milwaukee. Milwaukee. There you go. Um, it's a city, but okay. It's a city. Well, sorry, it's in Wisconsin, in the state, in the uh, city of Milwaukee. So it was interesting going to a wedding with the, you know, masks and all that stuff. So the way they did it at the church is they had every other pew open. And then, okay. and then you had to wear masks in the church. To be fair, there was some people not wearing masks and they didn't say anything. But uh, you were supposed to be wearing masks. Um, but then, like, none of the people at the front were. Like, none of the groomsmen or the groom or bride or the priest. But the people in the audience were supposed to. Uh, but that was that was not... I mean, it was like, you know, they had a, they only had a certain amount of capacity that they could have in the church. And then... Right. Yeah. And then we went to the... Um, <clears throat> the reception was right on the riverfront in Milwaukee, right in the Third Ward area, for those that know Milwaukee. And 
it was uh, it was interesting because like when you were they had a kind of an outdoor part where you could get drinks and stuff like that, and out there people were wearing masks. But then when you went inside, you had to wear a mask. And, but then as soon as the food was served, then you couldn't be wearing you know, and you had to take out the mask to eat your food. Then like once the dancing started, people wearing masks you know, for the most part until you couldn't really, then it was hard to kind of breathe while you're wearing a mask dancing too much. Um, so then there were some people not wearing masks, some people wearing masks. It was just kind of like a free for all. I think if the mask thing's going to be enforced during the dance segment, I'm just, I'm going to sit one out. <laughs> it was definitely not being enforced. I mean, there's nobody there. Like, you know, like the, the people working there are just kind of turning a blind eye at, Towards the end of the night, it was basically just like if people wanted to wear it, they were wearing it. Nobody was being nobody. I didn't see one point throughout the whole night where they were like, "Hey, sir, you have to put that on," type of thing. But it was just You're a big a, dancer, Jay. I actually do enjoy dancing quite a bit. I'm, but I'm very specific to the songs I like dancing to. I you hate line dances. Well, I yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not a big line dancer. I like um, hip hoppy type songs. What I realized though, Pat, dance wise, and what I realized. Here's a couple of things about DJs and wedding DJs just in general. Wedding DJs, I think for the past, I mean, I've been to a lot more weddings in the past five years than I did prior to that. But the DJs are just like, they're playing the same playlist. And I don't care what DJ it is. It seems like every single wedding I've been to is just playing the same exact playlist from wedding to wedding. The and, funny part is that at your wedding is you're supposed to be able to tell the DJ which songs you would prefer. Yes. But yeah, they all sound the same. They all sound the same. Know. But to be fair, this one did have a few of the songs that were like very specific to the guy, like the guy whose wedding it was. He loves Creed, um, kind of as a <laughs> kind of as a joke, but then it turned into a real thing, like kind of how my Brendan Fraser thing did, uh, right? Like I, like I, I was like joking like Brendan Fraser a lot, and then I kind of like had to watch all of his movies, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I like do, Brendan do Fraser. Do you know Do you know what the name of the Creed songs were? Uh, no, well, the one he did was "Can You Take Me Higher," like he did the classic, you know, higher. higher. Gotcha. Yeah, and then everybody lifted him and his wife up in the air as higher was played. That is yeah. hysterical. Yeah, so that was that was good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, that part was very very good. But but just for the for the songs that I've noticed, not at this wedding in particular, but just kind of in weddings I've been to in the past, they'll always start off with playing a bunch of older songs that are supposed to be maybe for like the older people that are still around at the beginning, and then the older people leave a little earlier. Have you noticed that, Pat? Uh, what you're trying to say is as the night gets deeper, they play the more raunchier music and yes. it's typically unedited. Is yeah. that it? Or raunchier, but just more modern music. Like, I think they'll start off with a lot of like oldies at the beginning of weddings. What's an example of an oldie? Like, uh, why don't you build me up buttercup or Ew, I've never heard that at a wedding. Sweet home, Alabama. Uh, why would you play that at a wedding? Michael Jackson, a lot of Michael Jackson type stuff. Party in the USA, kind of lighter songs, and you're all right. It gets more raunchier and a little bit more dance. You know, dance it's, you know it's a song that makes zero sense to be at a wedding, but I keep hearing it. What's that? It's September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That that was a song played early on that I hear played early on a lot. But here's what I'll say about that: is that um, the there is a big difference between a song that everybody knows they can sing along to and a song that you can dance to, like. You cannot dance to that song. Which song? Like like September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. What? It's Earth, Wind, and Fire, baby. That's funkadelic. See, okay, well, you that's right. dance I, to it. It just doesn't make any sense. I, that's not, it's not a good... I just... I just To me, that's not a song I... I guess there's a difference between what I enjoy dancing to and what other people enjoy dancing to. You're not an to. old soul, Jared. I'm not an old soul, but there's like a very... You can do the very basic dance of that song. I don't... I like to get down a little more than that, Pat. I like a little more raunchy of a dance. 
I want something I can shake it's my be ass to. Rap you know? for you, huh? Yeah, exactly. So you got to be waving your right hand back and forth. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I, yeah, to me, like like a Sweet Home Alabama type song. I like everybody knows that it's not easy to dance to, in my opinion. A lot of Michael Jackson stuff, like good, a lot of these are not are good songs, but I don't think they're good dance songs. And I I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think that some of the songs don't really make sense, but yeah, I get yeah. I get it. So that's what I've noticed just, and it seems like every wedding is just like the same DJ, just like they have like one um, playlist they found on Spotify and they all just play that same playlist. That's, that was kind of my thought, but the wedding was a ton of fun. Um, you know, you, it, it does, it was, I was intrigued to see how they could pull it off um, during like a COVID, you know, time and things like that. Cause there's a lot of weddings that I was at, that was supposed to be at that got pushed or got, you know, pushed a year or whatever it was. Uh, but this was pulled off really well, and uh, so I had a good time at that. Bird up. Hello. Uh, that is Pat. Pat, what's your final words to people? Uh, don't be a jerk. Wear a mask, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Bye, Pat. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tape down the lower parts of my pants. I'm going to put cheese near my feet. They're all going to run down there, and for one minute, I'm going to squirm squirm like a you know what i can't say it but after a minute i let them out to eat the cheese i'm gone thousand bucks in my pocket uh and i'm back with steed i can't say the show has started because i already did that i was was about to count yeah (laughs) i'm gonna do it in five four three two two, one perfect and And we're live live. perfect (laughs) okay steed's now steed's here i recorded with pat earlier and i'm recording with steed um Steed, you just went to had, New Mexico. I had a big trip. You had a big trip. Tell me about your big trip. My mom was moving to New Mexico. Yes. And she was looking for a U-Haul driver. Okay. Yes. And uh, you know what's cheaper than paying for one? <laughs> Using her son. Raising yes. a yes. kid Raising for kid. 28 years yes. and then yes. having that son yes. drive the U-Haul. Yes. Yes. So that's what I did. Um, I think it was... Uh, I still can't do the math. I'm still so confused. With the time change, yes. we left at like 4 in the morning, got there at midnight. Wow. Yeah. Mountain time. Okay. So like 17 hours, I think. 21. 21 was- hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So 21 hours of U-hauling okay. with the trailer, towing yes. the car. Um, it was fun. Yes. Trip uh, did not go as planned. Why is that? Uh, we hit an ice storm. An ice storm? A hail storm. Okay. I'll post Where a video at? on Chubstep Instagram. Okay, please do. Yeah. <clears throat> you can hear my mom screaming we're going off oh, the road. Oh, God. We were not indeed going off the road. Where were you when this happened? Uh, Rural. And when I say rural, I mean yeah. hadn't seen a yeah. building for a yeah. while. Yeah, no street lights. Uh, yeah. Oklahoma. Okay. So I don't know if you know the Carrie Underwood song, Not Enough Wind in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma, yeah. Something, something, something yeah. Yep. yeah, there's a lot yeah. of fucking wind. It was 70 mile an hour uh, winds. Oh, God. And the U-Hauls are like top heavy. They're like... Luckily, they'll, my they'll mom had it loaded down. Okay. okay. I think if if not, yes. that thing might have went over. Yes. Yeah. Because it was but like... But you feel it a lot more in a taller car than you would in like your sedan. I was... So the yeah. whole time before that, it was pulling to the right. Yeah. And yeah, when yeah. the wind was on us... So I had to like steer left. Wind gets on us, and then yeah. steering hard to the right, like wheels just over. Oh god! Because of this freaking wind. So the hail. I'll show you the video. Yeah. So you know, well, you know what I'm talking about here. Okay. 
Chica, 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 chica. And so who was filming this? Your mom, I hope. Oh, no, me. <laughs> While you're driving. <laughs> so it was so, it was so much hail. I had to slow down to like, I was going like 20 or okay, something. Okay. Yeah. 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 And you'll see, I could not see fucking anything. Yeah. Here you go. Here's a, oh, you got to have the sound on. Oh my God. I don't know how to work my phone. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I mean it's that's insane. You can't see anything. You can't see anything in front of you, and it just hailed. Yeah, I can see like yeah. ten feet, dude. Yeah. It, and that wasn't even the worst part of the hill. At yeah. one point, it's like smashing my mom's window, and she's like, just puts her head in a oh, blanket. No. She thought the window was gonna break. Oh god! <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, it was a pretty intense hailstorm, and I was like, "Well, this sucks." And we yeah. saw it coming yes. for like a hundred miles yes. or whatever. And yeah. I'm driving like, "Oh my mm. god." This sucks. Yeah. Not, nothing you can do to avoid that. Just like, drove yeah. right into the yeah. heart of a hailstorm. Yeah. Made it through, though. Yeah. No hail damage. There you go. Yeah. Um. So that was fun. Got to New Mexico. Saw my dog, Callie. Yes, Callie. Um, yeah. She's She didn't see me, though. At least not well. She's blind now? Getting I don't pretty think old. she's blind. <laughs> but not doing not doing great eyesight. Yeah. yeah. Not doing great. Yeah. Um. But she's trucking in yep. the desert. Yes. I don't know how much... Uh, you're into are you into a big desert guy? Uh I like the desert. I know I think it could help your old dog. I know in the movie Tombstone featuring Billy Bob Thornton, which I've not reviewed yet because Tombstone's a great yeah, movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that. I'm going to watch that one probably okay. when you do. Tombstone's very good. Um there's the character played by Val Kilmer. Oh. <laughs> uh so Val Kilmer his character uh, goes to the desert because he has like pneumonia or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that was the supposed old to be. Yeah, doctors. it's like a dry heat. Yeah, you need a dry That'll climate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that might help Callie with her with old science, old medical science. Yeah, so. I mean she's like twelve yeah. or thirteen yeah. or something. So yeah, good for her. I do like the desert. I don't want to live in a desert, but I'm fine visiting a desert from time to time. I'm a big desert fan now. Okay, you're a big desert guy now. Yeah. Okay, before I'd only yeah. been there on business. Yes. All right. <laughs> yes. And uh, what was this? Death Valley and the Army. Okay, yes. I, oh, that's way worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah let me yeah. tell you. <laughs> um, you know, being able to yeah. go go back home and take a shower. Yes. Instead of uh, sitting in a metal yes. tube of death. Yeah. And they, and they do Death Valley because it's probably the most similar to the Middle East. It's hot and flat. Yeah. yeah. It's, okay. And there's nobody's out there, so they yeah. just have all the land yeah. they need. Okay. Because if they were in, like, you know... Anywhere else, there's people that are like, hey, exactly. get off my yeah. lawn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Can you sorry. move your tank? <laughs> yeah. yeah. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, big desert guy. Yeah. I w- went to a taco truck. Okay. And a child served me. Okay. I felt like a king. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some, some some guy's like, kid. I was like, some, you boy. Some guy's son is working at his, at his yeah. taco truck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Great tacos. You know, New Mexico is uh, all about chilies. I did the green chilies. They're famous chili. Oh, that's Denver. Green and red. Green and red. Yeah, New Mexico. Okay. Don't, don't. Okay. Well, don't you? I know. Discount. I know. I know. Their license plate has a green and red. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. And uh, I like both. Okay. I like green better. Yes. I. You're not. So you're not supposed to just eat them. Well, I was. Ta- we're talking to. You're talking about chili peppers. Ta- I'm talking What's about chili, chili soup. No. I'm talking about the actual chili. Yeah, they drop the pepper. That's so they're yeah. so like yeah, like over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's skis. When you're talking about jet skis, you just call them skis. Yeah, and yeah. I guess they eat like hundreds of these a year. Yep. My, my sister said they buy them and freeze them. Ooh, yeah. 
and then you like shuck them off the pepper stick all year. I like the sound of that. Yeah, and I was like, damn. But I tried some peppers. I ate a whole pepper. I thought it was a chili reno. Yep. It was not. It was just <laughs> normal chili. Oh, God. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> Very good, though. The flavor? Yeah. Immaculate. They know their stuff. Yeah. Great chili people. Um, Yeah. I went mountain biking there, too. Oh, sweet. Your, uh, best trail I've ever been on. I'm sure it's better than some of the local Illinois it, ones. It was yeah. amazing. Or Wisconsin, yeah. Just, you know, the altitude got me a little. Yes. But downhill was great. That yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> it was you, were you just going downhill or was it up and down? No, we, uh, so their place was like five minutes from my sister's house. Okay. Um, which is like ridiculous because we have to drive so far for a mediocre place. Exactly. And yeah. She, 45 minutes ago to a mediocre place. Yeah. She goes five minutes down the yeah. road. Yeah. Hops in her boyfriend's truck. Yeah. Howdy, driving trucks. And then just, yeah. you know, hits yeah. the trails and yeah. they have like these awesome technical trails which is like you could just do loops mm-hmm. and they have like these crazy 30 foot jumps i think uh john bones jones john bones jones john bones jones the ufc fighter lives in new mexico and is really into mountain biking now maybe he goes on the same trails i wonder if he does i'm curious about that and because one of them was a technical one that i saw him doing like just circles around i follow him on instagram oh does he live in santa fe I don't know where he lives. I just know it's New Mexico. Well, on the way from Santa Fe to uh, Burke, Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah. They oh, call Kirk- it, they call it Burke down Burke? there. Burke? Yeah, I know. How about just K? Well, I guess there's a sign that says, like, the Q. So okay. I thought everybody called it the Q. Got it. And I was corrected. It's called Burke. That's how they keep out the outsiders. They know yeah. you're, you're not from town yeah. if oh, you, you call, call it the Q. Q. Yeah. yeah. So now I went to the airport. I'm like, Finally leaving Burke, huh? Yeah. And the <laughs> yes. airport people were like, so, nice. So you drove the U-Haul down and then took a tra- uh, plane back. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, the way uh, to do it. Yeah. Two 21-hour drives in a weekend. That would be a Can't little much. Can't do it. No. Just two. So what did you and your mom listen to? Uh, we listened to separate podcasts. Oh, you both had <laughs> headphones in? Yeah. Oh, my God. But I listened to one. I don't think she likes it. And yeah. Uh, I definitely do not like hers. Yeah. And it's it's a long drive, okay? <laughs> oh, I know. You're putting... Yeah. You got to do what you got to yes, do to get through that drive. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, that is the move. Because, yeah, yeah no, I agree. If you're even something that you kind of don't like, that's way too long to deal with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I listened to a podcast pretty much the whole way there. Yeah. It's a 20-hour podcast. Is it? No. <laughs> Chub step on repeat. Yeah. yeah damn yeah. right. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to do a review of this movie, Steed. Yeah, Monsters we- Ball. Are you right with that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, hell yeah, brother. Hello, I'm Billy Bob Thornton. And do me a favor. Once we start, let me get three sentences out before you ask me another inane goddamn question. Well, they don't make sense because uh, what's like this, you can say three but not four. It's funny because we have rules in network television. I can barely keep my ass in the seat. I want to run up on the stage and like mess the guy's hair up and turn the furniture over and just stuff like that. I'm obviously not an albino, so. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a phobia about antiques, certain kinds, anything before night, uh, anything before 1950 or so. Okay, shut the f- up. I'll do it. Yeah, that's what we did. We we took a the guy who was six five and shrunk him down for the. Maybe. Wow. Yeah. Only in Hollywood. Anyway, no, I'm not an albino. God nope. damn it. I mean, seriously. What is a dwarf? Of course he's that short. That's... And the question is that. Am I on acid? So this is from 2001, Billy Bob Thornton movie review here. Monsters Ball. 
Um, have you ever heard of this movie? Yeah, Big Budget. It was Big Budget. I mean, I, I this was, this was like the people, there's people, a house involved. People have heard of this movie. This is a movie that I I'd, I'd seen like this cover forever. That's not the cover, but mm-hmm. I'd I'm seen this cover of a forever. Movie. You're thinking of a different movie. I'm thinking of one with uh, Eddie Murphy. This has built budget four million, so it's actually not that big. Of, it's actually fairly I, small. I was thinking for of this type of movie. Eddie Murphy goes and he's doing like actual monsters. No, that's not at all what this. Okay, is. I'm thinking of a different movie. So, according to this, by the way, budget four million, gross USA thirty one million. Wow, nice uh, score. Cumulative worldwide gross forty five million. Not bad for the Bob. So even if even in a lot of the times these numbers when you see these on IMDb, people these are like box office numbers. So they actually made a lot more than that usually. Oh, it's like rentals on rentals and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And a, and a box office will take you know fifty yeah, the exhibitioner as they call them or the you know the the theater will take half of that. But they're still making a lot of money on that. Yeah. Even if somebody's taking half. It's more than four you're, million. Yeah, you're making a lot. So that's they were very successful with this. So this movie, based on Monsters Ball, what would you what would you think this is, Steve? Watching just this this cover right here. What do you think? Uh, what do you think this is about? I would have to say just based on Is that Billy Bob and Lunch? Yeah, it is Billy Bob and Lunch. God, he looks his, different. And um, Halle Berry. I would say Billy Bob, country redneck. Um yeah. And Halle Berry comes into town, and Billy Bob's going to do some stuff. Okay, so you're right on with Billy Bob being a country right now. He basically plays the same character. You know, like, it's a lot of the same thing. I mean, he has he plays somebody from, like, a small town 90% of his movies. Yeah, cool. I'll tell you some of the people this is starring, and I'm so pissed that I didn't see this earlier because of this. Billy Bob Thorne, Heath Ledger, who, di- who dies in this movie. I'll give you a spoiler for this movie. Um... He dies in a lot of his movies, what I realized, which is weird because really? obviously he died in real life. But there's a lot of movies he dies yeah, but in. but a lot of people die in their movies, right? That's true. But I just noticed Keeps a weird them. amount of ones that I've been watching recently where he dies. Can you do the stats? Like all he I, movies? I would have to look. I would look. But then it. you but I just, take I'd all watched actors. Him, I had watched him in The Patriot like two days before that, and he dies in The Patriot. Yeah. For that. He's he, sad. Very sad part of it. Uh, Peter Boyle is in this. The dad from Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, well, you don't Can we need talk to. about Everybody Loves Raymond last I think week? more than we should have. <laughs> um, then my boy, most deaf, Yasin Bey, is in this movie. He's a, almost as good of an actor as he is musician. I would agree with that. He's He actually is a, a pretty decent actor in a lot yeah. of the stuff that he's in. Um, and I had no idea he was in this movie. So then, obviously, Halle Berry, Billy Arthur, are the two stars of this. So what this is about, and P. Diddy. P. Diddy is in this movie. Uh, the movie basically starts off with... P. Diddy is on death row. Uh, his wife is Halle Berry. Okay. He gets um, executed by Billy Bob Thornton. Awkward. He works at the he works at the correctional facility. Oh, so he like shot him or something. no? They did electric chair. Oh, and he yeah shrink? yeah yeah. I don't know if he was one that actually flipped it, but he, he was, was like there. got it all he set was up. Involved. Yeah, he was involved. Okay. So the yeah, it starts off with kind of that, and then. Halle Berry's on kind of rough times, and she ends up running into, you know, they just cross paths a lot, him and Halle Berry. That's awkward. And it kind of starts a love story. No. Between Halle Berry and Billy Bob Thornton. And not of the, you know, when they're doing this, when they're starting this, none of them know that they have had this cross path of, you know, he killed her her ex-husband. You think, like, date number two would be like, hey, so what do you do? Yeah. I, I shock people. Yeah. <laughs> so here's one thing I'll say about this. It's had some interesting uh, trivia stuff in this. 
Um, I will say the one of the producers of this is Lee Daniels. You heard of Lee Daniels? Lee Daniels, the butler. That was a big deal. I remember when that movie came. I never saw the butler. Just remember it. There's a lot of things that said Lee Daniels' butler. He was the guy. He's behind Empire, the show Empire. Oh, I've, cool. I've met Lee Daniels quite a few times. I helped him one time set up his Wi-Fi in, on his computer. Really? So you yes. know his password? I, I, uh, <laughs> I could. I did, yeah, maybe did a while ago. But Lee Daniels has done. Um, he did Precious. He's a producer on Precious. Lee Daniels, the butler. It was actually called Lee Daniels, the butler. Um, but yeah, he did. I think he was a creator of basically all of all of Empire. Is kind of what he's most recently known for. He didn't direct as much stuff, but he was a big producer on a lot of um, a lot of stuff. Monsters Ball was kind of his first major thing, though. Now that I'm looking at this, so anyway, uh, this there is a. It, I here's what I'll say. There is the the most intense sex scene I've ever seen in a movie happens between Billy Bob Thornton and Halle Berry. It's a little bit of a teaser in this movie wow. for those that have not seen this. And I was like, that is graphic and super intense. Did you see any pen? You apparently, no, you don't see pen, but you basically see pen. And apparently in an uncut version, you see Billy Bob Thornton's uh, testicles. Oh. And, and uh, I don't I don't need to see that, but it's good rumor to have around. But I and then on this list of things, it said that on Mr. Skin, this scene was rated number two in the 150 best all-time sex scenes. What's number one? I don't know what number one is. Oh, we got to find that <laughs> that's out. That's a teaser. I don't know what number one is. But that's like when I, you know, I, when I was just looking at the trivia, that's that crazy. popped up. Yeah, that's a wild. I mean, I was like. I, I when I was watching, I'm like, this is why. Like, this is you it came were, out of you nowhere. Got you going? It comes out of. I don't know what got <laughs> me going. I'm just saying it came out of nowhere, and you just don't expect Billy Bob Thorne to be doing anything with Halle Berry. No, <laughs> you're like, like what? <laughs> yeah, it was very out of nowhere, and it was. Uh, I mean, but it actually did play a pivotal role in the story. So, um, it was definitely was important to the story. But people, and then I started looking stuff up after people constantly ask him about that scene. <laughs> oh, gosh. Like they're always asking him. Hey, like, remember when you yeah, and Halle yeah, Berry? Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> this is like, you know, peak Halle Berry when like she was a very famous actress. And all oh, stuff. yeah. She won. Um, she won. It won one Oscar and it was her for best actress in a leading role. In Monsters Ball. In Monsters Ball. She won this in 2002. Uh, best actress in a leading role, Halle Berry. It's probably because of that one scene. And then this was an Oscar nominee for best writing screenplay, um, for best writing and screenplay. So, look, a lot of people uh, make good movies, but yeah. to make the number two sex scene—that's a good point. Ever, to do both, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that nice work. I know, I know. Um, but this. So anyway, I uh, this is a little one that I definitely heard about for a while and. But I'm glad I watched it because it's a very solid movie. It's it's definitely like a love story, dramatic type of thing. Um, but it's a good it's a good overall concept. It's kind of like also a little overcoming racism type of thing because he kind of starts his, yeah. his dad's a big racist. He's kind of starts off as a racist, and then he kind of like is you know changing. His, so there's there's a lot of there's character development stuff like that. It's a good story. Fun top tier. For Fun me. top tier for me. Top tier. Big yeah. big. Yes. A. Uh, Davy Crockett on the Alamo scale. Not just for the scene. Yeah. Uh, was there something else you want to get to here, Steve? Um, I mean, do you want to talk Ninja War? Oh, yeah. Or so I just wanna... did. Oh, yeah. Well, what were you going to say? No, keep going. What was the other thing you were going to say? Uh, what the fuck happened to your face? Oh, yeah. I'll talk about both. <laughs> so, um, my fa- yeah, I have a huge, like, scrape across my face. It looks a little worse now because it's healing than it did initially. It got bigger. I... 
ran into the net at volleyball, which is one of the, stu- I've never done this in my life. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing I've ever done. And I basically was going just, so what people don't realize, they don't think if you're playing a grass net in volleyball, that net, if I just were to run into it, it would just fall over. Like the, the, the stakes would pull out of the ground. Yeah. The net would just fall over. If you're talking about like a permanent indoor net or permanent sand net, which I was playing on sand, the bottom, the bottom thing that holds on the bottom part of the net is one big metal cable that mm. runs across the thing with a little bit of vinyl over the top of it. Yeah. To, to seal in the actual net part of it. Yeah. So I was crossing underneath the net. My glasses, like they were kind of loose. So they fell down halfway down my eye so that the top rim of it was right in my sight of vision. So that when I so uh. when I when I ducked down, my glasses fell down a little bit, and I couldn't see where the <laughs> net was. So I thought I was below it. I walked right into it, and then and my glasses and you know I was walking like full speed into this thing enough where it shot me backwards. Oh my like God. people didn't see it happen, but they heard the thump, and they every, they all looked, and then my face was bleeding. Oh God! Like that's I just didn't even see the net. Classic volleyball. I know injury. it was so stupid. I wish I would have even like been diving for something. It wasn't even. Yeah, that. I just, just was walking, walking to the other side of the court. <laughs> It was so stupid. And then I just did an American Ninja Warrior uh, gym with my brother. And that was, it was actually, it was only 10 minutes from here, uh, west of my place. And it was interesting because it was like, it's, it, what you realize is that all the people who are good at that are good at rock climbing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, which I'm decent at rock climbing, but I also have not been going to the gym I've been doing like a different type of workouts the past three months while yeah. I've been working at home or, you know, what five, six months now, whatever. Right. Um, five months. And I've been doing like a lot of leg workouts, but there's not a lot of like pull-ups I can do around here in yeah, my place like, or that kind of they stuff. They have like crazy grip strength. So that's what it is. You realize how much the grip strength is necessary for the American Ninja Warrior things. I So I was, they had it all kind of set up with mats underneath. I tried the salmon ladder. I tried the salmon ladder way too late. I I was able to get it up, but then I I wasn't able to grip it once I got it up on the next rung. That's the one where it's like a straight bar and straight, you like and you shunk, shunk, yeah shunk, you shunk, gotta shunk, like shunk, go up. Yes, but I next I'm going to try it right away. Yeah, I was able to get up the warped wall. Well, you're um, six foot yeah, five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so my height helped a lot with that. But I was they able have like to get five up. foot nine people do that. Yeah, exactly. No, I was able to get the warped wall, um, and then I was able to do that one. So it looks like an upside down V. Like yeah, okay. like a tri- yeah. like a you know top of a pyramid, yeah. and each it has a bunch of little pegs that you're going up. Oh yeah, you climb up yeah. and then down, so you have to like turn it. One, I did it. I did it two ways. So I did it where there was the little like hand. It was like the size of my like a ball, like a doorknob. Basically, a bunch of doorknobs that went up in a V, up and then down. So you had to like kind of pull up one to get up the other, and then I did it where it was just a bunch of slats. Where once you get up halfway, you have to do a full 180 and then okay. and then do a bunch of like kind of monkey bars down almost, but going at an angle. But anyway, it was a lot of fun. But after like 30 minutes, you're exhausted. Yeah. And and they also realized that like the people that go there, most of the people were there, people that go there all the time. So they're just making it look like an idiot. Oh my like God. They can do all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. And they were all very nice, but like it was stuff that like. They could do so, and it and it, what it does though going there is it gives you a lot of respect for watching American Ninja Warrior and being like, oh yeah, that's not easy at all because most people yes. are like, I could fucking do that. Yeah, <laughs> and and some of this. Oh, so one of the other things that was pretty easy for me, and also because I'm tall, was that thing where you jump, like you jump to the right and you jump oh, to the left, yeah. and jump to the right. I was able to do that, and then I was also able to do even later on after like an hour of being there, the thing where you 
I jumped on a little trampoline and then you have to spread apart your body across two walls. Oh, yeah. You have yeah. a wall on your left and That's wall on it. your right. I like that. I one. was able to do that all the way over to like, you know, probably like a 30 feet span. <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, to the other side. So there was things I was able to do that I was surprised I was able to do. And then there were some things I was like, I would need to come here a lot more to be able to do that. <laughs> the salmon ladder being one of them. That's very tough. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, those are, that's a good time. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Steve, you want to talk about? Or should we wrap it up? Let's wrap it up. Okay, we'll wrap it up. Uh, people email the show, chubstep.podcast at gmail.com. Follow Steed at Steed Swallows. Steed Swallows, baby. How's that doing? Uh, I, after the Chubstep plug, not even kidding, like pff, so many followers. Nice, it nice. Steed Swallows on Instagram and Steed underscore Palomino. Follow Pat Callahan, Pat Callahan 044 on Instagram. And then uh, GRZ3 for me and Chubstep Podcast, all that stuff on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. New episodes every Thursday, and the show has ended. I rest my case. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.